I think we've got a very special guest tonight on the nation. So let's go to the phone lines and welcome the new head football coach of the University of Tennessee, Josh Heupel. Josh, it's Chris and Austin. Welcome to Knoxville, first of all, and welcome to the nation. How are you? <laughs> We're doing awesome. Uh, excited to be a part of all nation here and, and uh, just, uh, you know, the welcome that we've received. And it's been uh, been a lot of fun for our family and, and uh, excited to get to work here and, and uh, build this thing the right way. Coach, it's Austin. How would you describe this first you know, few days on the job? Is there, any, is there any way you can kind of put it into context for those yeah. people at home to know exactly, like, not necessarily what you've been doing, but just how busy and how it's one thing to the next? Well, I, th- I think it's uh, never-ending here, and, and that's really the way year one will be. Uh, having gone through it, uh, it's a little bit of a juggling act where you got a lot of balls up in the air, and, and uh you're you're trying to make sure that uh, you get to know your your current players first and foremost. I think that that's absolutely critical. You're you're trying to recruit at the same time, and and then you got to build a staff and and get uh, your infrastructure here, and uh, and then you got to teach the everybody inside your program the expectations. That's players and coaches alike. But uh, uh, you know, just you know, here our, our first four or five days here on campus, opportunity to meet with our players, great uh, group of of individuals there inside the room that. You know, enlightened me and had a great conversation with me about you know what's what's right, what's wrong, how we continue to to build it, and and uh, what are the things that we need to to take the the steps to where we want to get to go. Hey Josh, it's Chris again. So, Danny White said the other day that he did an exhaustive search. They reached out to a lot of people. They talked to a lot of people. You're their head football coach. I think a big part of being successful anywhere is wanting to be somewhere someone that's not afraid of the challenge obviously you know tennessee potentially going to have some ncaa issues down the road but you are not afraid of this challenge i wondered as you sort of weighed whether to come and take this job how much the lure of coming to a place like tennessee and having a chance to restore it to its past glory was among your decision making for sure, uh, you know, just uh, I said this to our football team the first night that I was here in Knoxville, um, leaving behind a, a great program and a great football team in in Orlando, a team that, uh, in my opinion, wound up being a top 25 football team and, and have a chance to, to win a championship. The opportunity here where you have leadership that's uh, in direct alignment, that there's a clear vision of, of what they want to accomplish and how they're going to uh, provide the resources to go do those things, uh, was a big part of me deciding to come here. This is one of the most iconic brands in all of college sports and in college football, and I'm not sure there's a better venue in all of college football than Neyland Stadium on uh, on Saturday afternoons. And uh, the opportunity to come here with the tradition that's here and have an opportunity uh, with these young men to, to go chase championships is something that I wanted to be a part of. Coach, it's Austin again. I know you've been busy trying to construct your staff. I mean, no matter where I've went, and I think Chris is the same way, we kind of get the you know question, well, what do you think about Coach Heupel? And, and my kind of common you know answer is, is I think you can kind of chalk up the offense for what it will continue to be, which is a high-octane offense that can score. To me, the key to success is finding a defensive coordinator that uh, – you know that you mesh with, and then you know finding some guys that have recruited the South uh, and, and recruited the SEC. How have you went about trying to attack that? I, I know you're not going to give away any names, but you know at the same time, how how have you tried to attack that the last few days, as, if, getting the staff here as quick as possible? Yeah, uh, for sure. I think uh, you know in my my press conference, I said uh, acquiring and and bringing in the right staff is more important than uh, just getting it here by a certain date. 
um, <clears throat> at the end of the day, for me, uh, it's important that we have like-minded individuals and understand the vision and, and uh, the way that we want to operate inside of our, our building is we develop, you know, 18-year-old young men into, into grown men by the time they're done here and develop them uh, inside of the game of football as well. And, and <clears throat> uh, you know, you talked about the defense coordinator spot. That will absolutely be critical because of all my involvement on the uh, the offensive side of the ball. But uh, each staff member's got to bring, um, you know, a championship uh, pedigree and, and a competitive spirit to, to what they do every day. Josh, it's Chris. So uh, you you do plan to call plays, your own plays at Tennessee. Is that the plan? I do, yes. How hard is that when you're – because obviously the best head coaches are guys that can manage the entire program, you know, and, and personalities, program, everything, and, and still call your own plays. Is that overrated or is that difficult to walk that tightrope? Well, I think it's important that you do establish a culture here and uh, you make sure that uh, every portion of your program is following your leadership. And that comes from communication, setting the standards, and making sure that uh, everybody's following those things. Um, Going to oversee an an entire football program, but I think it's important here in year one that uh, we instill what we do on the offensive side of the ball uh, the right way and, and develop our quarterback play and put our kids in the best position to be successful and play the three brands of, or uh, the three phases of the game uh, together and, and uh, been able to manage the game uh, from that perspective and, and plan on doing that. Josh, you, you played for, you coached with, and you coached for a wide spectrum of people, you know, from Bob Stoops uh, right on down the line, Barry Odom. How much does that sort of cross-section of, of not, not only coaches but different parts of the country, different conferences help you now as you get into being a head football coach in the SEC? Yeah, I think every one of those experiences um, helps shape who and what you are as, as a as a person, as a coach, and, and how you view the uh, the game of football. You know, from playing for Mike Leach as an offense when he was an offense coordinator at Oklahoma to playing for Bob um, and coaching for him for a long time to uh, my experiences at, at Missouri with Barry Odom and, and certainly what's happened uh, the last couple of years at, uh, at UCF, too, just in a leadership position as a head coach. Uh, all those things certainly play a huge part in, in how you approach the game and, and how you manage everything. Coach, when, when you were a kid, I assume that you know Tennessee obviously was having a lot more success than they are now. What's, what's your first recollection of Tennessee football? I know you're ne- not necessarily from, from here, but at the same time, Tennessee's such a national brand, as you say. What is there a moment in time where you remember, you know, watching a Tennessee game on TV growing up? Shoot, man, I remember being a little kid Saturday afternoon, CBS Sports, and, and flipping on the TV and and watching the uh, the Florida Tennessee game or, or the Georgia Tennessee game. Just uh, great memories from my childhood, and and watching them have a, a ton of success. You know, Coach Majors as a uh, as a kid growing up, and and just the success that he had here. Hey, Josh, it's Chris again. What when you talk to the players and, and, and talk to them about, you talked a lot about culture tonight. What did you sort of glean from them? What, what do they want? I know that's a hungry bunch of kids. They have not had the kind of success recently that anybody associated with Tennessee wants to have. But what was sort of your main takeaway from meeting with them? Uh, I think uh, there, there's a lot of things that I took away and, and tried to listen more than, than I spoke almost and, and giving them an opportunity to, to express themselves and, and what their expectations and things that they wanted to accomplish and, and what they felt like was missing too. And, and I think, you know, some of the great takeaways from that conversation with with them is, is 
they want to be accountable to each other and they want to be accountable to the process every single day. Um, they understand that, that uh, there's a process that you got to get to or go through to, to have an opportunity to be successful. I think they want to be connected. Uh, they want to love one another, but they want to they want to spend time together and, and not just in the game, but outside of the game as well. And, and we got to connect. And, and uh, football's a tough, physical, violent game uh, at its core. Most of the guys that are inside of that locker room play it because they want to be part of, of something that's bigger than them. They want to be part of a brotherhood and, and they want that connection and love. And, and uh, it's a imparent, uh, imperative that uh, our coaching staff, you know, gets to know these guys outside of the game as well and know them as individuals. And that takes a lot of time in year one because you haven't spent time recruiting them uh, during the recruiting process. And, and we got to invest a lot of time in that to connect the right way. Coach, it's Austin again. When, when you look at your current roster, there's some there's some pieces there on offense. Um, you know, if any of those guys, you know, tried to find time with you and, and express kind of their, you know, excitement about getting to spring practice and kind of getting that offensive install going. Yeah, there's a bunch of them that are doing the research and, and uh, <laughs> making sure that they're in our ears already about the, the plays that they're capable of making. Uh, with the ball in their hands. Uh, uh, our guys have been great since we've gotten here. I've had a bunch of conversations with them, you know, just inside of our building. And actually right before I jumped on here, there were a few guys that were up in our facility just trying to check in and, and get to know you. And I've encouraged that and, and want that. And that's not just, you know, in year one, but that's going to be who and what we are inside of our, our program every day uh, during my tenure here. And, and uh uh, we got a lot of really good players uh, inside of that that team room uh, in all three phases of the game. We got a chance to to win a bunch of ball games. We guys got to focus on today and make sure that we're taking uh, the right steps each and every day to get us where we want to be. Josh, it's Chris. You know when you look at your offense and it, it, the offense has changed so much over the last few years. Period. But when I've watched your offenses play the last few years, you know you see the tempo, you see trying to go fast and and really hit guys and get guys in space and make plays down the field. Is that a little bit of a combination of, of all the different places you've been? And If you were explaining your offense to someone who's never watched your guys play before, how would you explain it? Yeah, I think we certainly have grabbed, uh, you know, bits and pieces of everywhere I've been, and, and the game evolves, and so you're going to evolve uh, on the offensive side of the ball, and that's true in every phase of the game. Uh, you know, the game's constantly changing. you got to evolve, and you, you can't afford to be stagnant. But it also you also change offensively just based on your personnel and, and how can you create a uh, position of uh, success or a position, uh, position of advantage for, for your skill players and, and understanding the over in, uh, the entire game and uh, how you protect and, and put your p- position of your offensive line in, in a position of success too and, and um, so it constantly changes and evolves um, but we're going to make sure that uh, we get guys that prove that they're going to play at a championship level uh, give them an opportunity to, to get out there on the football field I think it's important that as a football coach you always ask uh, about your personnel just what can they do at a championship level what can't they do and you try to put them in a position to be successful we're going to play with tempo uh, we're going to be an exciting brand we're going to put our skill players in, in space uh, and uh, uh, obviously we, uh, we like to go vertical with the football in the, in the passing game and, and uh, really go vertical with our, our run game as well if, if you watch it. And, and uh, I think the, the thing that people don't understand is that, that we're really pretty balanced on offense, just run pass, and uh, we're going to put our kids in position to, to play fast, be successful, and, and have a lot of fun. Josh, you mentioned alignment earlier, you know, the whole university being alignment, and I haven't been around yet 
Tennessee for a long time. There's been a while since it's really been aligned. You know, and you go to Clemson, you go to Alabama, you go to Ohio State, and that alignment is, is pretty obvious for everybody to see. How much is it you, do you think it helps your transition and coming in, having worked for Danny, he knows you, you know him, and getting everything aligned the way you guys want it? Absolutely. Just, you know, comfort and the ability to communicate together, understanding the expectations of what we're trying to accomplish, and that's for our student athletes on the field, in the weight room. Uh, but it's also just in, in their over, uh, overall uh, view of, of what we're trying to teach them here while they're going through the collegiate experience outside of the game, academically, socially, um, making sure that we're continuing to educate them in, in life lessons. And uh, when you're able to, to have that alignment with your athletic director and, and your chancellor, uh, it gives you a chance to, to keep pushing forward in every way, every day. And, and absolutely, we've got to be doing that uh, to get us where we want to be by the time we kick off next fall. Well, Josh, man, we really appreciate you spending some time with us on The Nation. Now, we'll, we'll let you off the hook. We won't make you sing Rocky Top this time. But, the, <laughs> but, 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 but the next time you join us, you're going to have to know the words to it, all right? Is that a deal? Uh, I'll, uh, I'll start learning that right now. <laughs> but, Josh, seriously, man, thanks for the time. Good luck to you, and we hope to catch up with you down the road, okay? I uh, appreciate it, guys. Have a great night. Go you home. too. Thanks. All right, Josh Heupel, the head football coach of the University of Tennessee, joining us tonight on The Nation. Certainly appreciate him taking the time.